0: Take the last train of Foxville and I'll meet you at the station You can be here by 4.30 Cause I've made your reservation Don't be slow I'm a no, 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 no. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, A Random Movie Podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. My guest this episode, Carrie Claypool. Oh, hang on. Someone just handed me something. <laughs> news! Uh, that's I said your name wrong.
1: You know what my name is now.
0: It's Carrie Claypool Lambert now. Yep. We did a thing.
1: We got married. Finally. How many d- years now?
0: <laughs> we'll need to get into all that. Eight um, years together. Our movie this episode.
1: Five years in game.
0: When they when the divorce lawyer asks what <laughs> happened, we'll say Train Quest <laughs> from the year 2001. Boy oh boy. Oof. What a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'll say this it was actually not as completely boring as i thought it was going to be no it wasn't it was just bad but it wasn't boring because i had started watching it before you because i was watching i watch everything and then i watch it again and take notes i started watching it and i fell asleep halfway through <laughs> <laughs> so when i watched it the second time and took notes with you the second half was like brand new so based on the first half i was like oh god this is the most boring. Because we had trouble paying attention to the end of Munchies. Yeah. I thought we're going to have that problem with this whole thing. But no, there was actually plenty to take notes on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I
1: took a lot of notes. Not good.
0: I mean, it is boring, but not. Like, I thought it was going to be just impossible to Hold pay attention your to. Your eyelids open with yeah.
1: toothpicks boring. It wasn't that boring.
0: Train Quest from 2001. It had to have been either a TV movie or straight to vhs or something because well i suppose like 2001 was dvd but it might have still been it looks like it's from vhs yeah it the doesn't picture quality. look like a dvd movie it's filmed in bulgaria but released here I, w- I would have thought it was like a canadian tv movie or something but it's written by a guy named neil marshall stevens who wrote 13 ghosts puppet master acts termination puppet curse of puppet master hellraiser deader one of the shitty Hellraiser, direct-to-video sequels, and also Retro Puppet Master, which get, makes an appearance in Train Quest, which is, that's the movie that they go to on their date. Mm. And then she's like, eh, it wasn't for me. So this guy wrote a movie where they reference another movie he wrote and have a char- has a character say, like, eh, it's not great. <laughs> so uh, that's an interesting that decision. That was
1: interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that little bit of trivia.
0: Yeah. I always bring in the trivia. I said Romania or Bulgaria? Bulgaria. Oh, I meant Romania. Oh, Romania. <laughs> yeah, and same thing, right? <laughs> opening
1: credits has Pulse Pounders. Is that the Purdue? What, what was that? Yeah, company? one of the
0: like production company logos or something is was Pulse, Pulse Pounders, Pounders, which is the most inappropriate name.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Bunch of trains. <sighs> Jesus. So many trains.
0: But the, it opens with, and every, almost everything. There's some scenes that are outside the store that are shot on either a real street or like a back lot. Well, it was in Romania, so it's probably a real street. But I mean, it kind of looks like the Universal back lot or wherever where they filmed so many things. But and the inside the toys or inside the train store actually looks like it could be like a real train store or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But any other place they go, it's just characters standing in front of like the worst green screen ever. Like this looks so so bad
1: (laughs) it was was just bad
0: and it starts with this plastic man running down the train tracks being chased by a locomotive when i say plastic man it's like a person with like it's like that primus music video (laughs) like he has like (laughs) you know yeah they have like a plastic so they're made to look like so almost like max headroom or something but they're made to look like they have plastic faces and plastic hands these prosthetic masks that they're wearing yeah Plastic hair, plastic mustache. Like a living mustache. Doll. Yes, like a living plastic thing. But he's running down the train tracks trying to get away from this train. And he jumps up on, like he's trying to climb up the side of this tunnel or whatever he's in. It's yeah. not a tunnel because, but anyway. It's like a big wall. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to get him. They try to grab him off the wall, but they don't. And then he's running in front of the train again. Well, as if they didn't just pass yeah, him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, but he he gets up this wall and then falls, and we see, yeah, he falls over the edge. Well, he looks back and he's looking down at this little town, like the train, like a train, model train set town. Yeah. And then he falls off the side of this diorama or whatever, and we see a little plastic, you know, figure uh, fall down onto the floor. And then we got to the root, like, the I guess the real world, whatever, where this guy, like, picks the little toy up. But then
1: there's this other... <laughs> it, it didn't make sense. No, it's so hard <laughs> to
0: explain. There's Mr. Dalby and Mrs. She's not even Mrs. Dalby. She's Mrs. something else. I'll find it later. But, And then this other guy who's just standing there and he's like, you have to stop the train. You have to stop the train before it gets to whatever. And Mr. Dalby's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and this guy shatters. He like freezes solid. And this is all like the worst. like Worst special effects. Reboot. <laughs> cartoon special effects and then he like shatters into all these like perfect squares and then like turns into like a pile of i don't know what silica or something like yeah. whatever these plastic toys are made of and they just sweep them up yep. who was that guy
1: no no idea couldn't tell you he never comes back up again <laughs>
0: no because he's shattered into a million pieces
1: yeah and then there's a counter on the roof of the one of the buildings in the diorama like the train station and it flips to zero zero zero,
0: and then yeah, and then back to three sixty five. Yep. yep. So, and we'll get to all what all that's about, but so right off the bat, we're like, "What is this even?" Yeah. <laughs> and you it won't be for the last time.
1: Okay. We ask that question a lot. <laughs> a lot. What is this even?
0: Out in the real world, out on the street, we meet August or Augie, as he's known to his friends, who he's, he's outside sweeping. Sleeping. He helps Mr. Dalby out at his model train store. I don't know if he's actually, like, a paid employee. He must be. He has Because be, he has, yeah. like, a whole uniform with, like, a yeah. train cap and whatnot. And
1: they seem to treat him like, hey, you need to be doing whatever. They, they treat him like an employee.
0: Yeah, but also, like, nice. You know, like, yeah. they treat him yeah. nice, it seems. Yep. It seems like they get along. He's, because it's, it's his, what, 16th birthday? 15th or 16th. Yeah, 15th, yeah. yeah. He's outside, and there's a crowd A crowd of teenagers across not even a crowd but like a group of teenagers across the street walking by in slow motion the guys are all giving them like the haha look at you and your goofy train store uniform but there's a girl there's a girl in the group and her hair is blowing in the slow-mo wind she's so He's really giving her the eye
1: yeah
0: and then we meet billy this little kid who's played by i'm probably gonna not say his name right because i've never heard it said out loud i've only read it but it's Tyler, is it Hawklin, Hawklin, who's been in a bunch of stuff, but he plays, he currently plays Superman on that Superman and Lois show. He was on the Teen Wolf show. He's the voice of Sephiroth on uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. He was the little kid in Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks, like a a year after Train Quest (laughs) came out. So, like, he's, yeah, he grew up to become, like, a legit, like... Dude, like, I didn't recognize him at all. If it hadn't been for IMDb, I wouldn't have been like, hey, that looks like a younger version of this guy.
1: Yeah, he was a cute kid.
0: But he, yeah. So if you want to see that uh, sex symbol as a child, there's <laughs> <laughs> your opportunity, I guess.
1: And this is where they kind of introduce this back room. Because Billy asks, what do they do back there? And Augie's like, inventory?
0: Yeah, I don't
1: know. I don't know. And they, the door's locked, and... um. Yeah, that's kind of when they introduce the part of the
0: plot. Yeah, and they're kind of shady about it. But yeah. Billy is Ellen's little brother. Ellen is the girl that he was looking at and pining away for. So, yeah. But also, I don't know why this 15-year-old is hanging out with this like, 10-year-old. Yeah, that's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> Probably because the little 10-year-old comes around to the store. He's excited to see the trains. And not many 15-year-olds are still excited about model trains. Cause it,
0: yeah, I suppose. Because it doesn't seem like he's trying to use Billy as an in to get to his sister or anything. No. It just so happens that that's his sister. That we have office style two camera like confessionals. <laughs> Which is feels so out of place in this movie. Who are you talking to? Right. Who are you talking to? There's no documentary in there. Right. There's not supposed to be a cameraman there. You're talking to us the viewer
1: and it doesn't happen very often no but it happens when it, like three to four times <laughs> when it does it, it just throw it threw me for such a loop what is happening why is this happening
0: but yeah because him and billy are talking about the back room and then it cuts to him just like looking straight at us and being like oh that ellen she's you know a total hottie <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he's and like yeah there's probably like a minute long and ellen has one later t- uh billy has one later Augie has a, a, a second one. It's yeah. like, what are you What are you doing? Why are you talking directly to us?
1: Yeah, it doesn't make it's
0: sense. It's not like they stop in the middle of a scene and turn and break the fourth wall. It's like cuts away to these, yeah, I don't know any other way to describe it. Just like these office style. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's sitting in like a specific interview room, getting interviewed about something. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't fit it's in. It's very odd. It doesn't fit
0: in with the movie at all. I guess it's a way to sort of give us their inner monologue, but. Without doing voiceover, but just do voiceover. Yeah, voiceover. Because that's over way be less. Better, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's overused, but it would make it'd be less clashing than this is. Mm-hmm. Ellen and Augie make a date to go see, like I said, Retro Puppet Master, which is shown at the theater, and because she's big into movies, I guess it's her thing. And then so the next day, Mister Dolby is like, "Oh, before you go, Augie, you know, happy birthday. Here's this <laughs> archaic-looking key here." I guess old enough now to know the dirty secret of the, but not really you know, like the pretend secret, but, and it's, it's this key in, you slide a thing off on the, well, you take them to the back room where there's this whole nother big train set with this all around this whole town, it takes up the whole room, but it's not, it, they're never in a real space. Like they are standing in an empty space because the room behind them, this weird red lit room behind them is green screened in the train set is green screen in front of them so it's two people shaped <laughs> things drawn into this fake foreground and background and it stands out so it, bad yeah, it's, it's the fakest looking shit it's terrible but he's like yeah this is what i have back here and it's like why well, don't you didn't have to keep that so secret i guess but slide this thing off on the thing and the key goes in there and it also opens a little tunnel so that the train can go out into the store, like out where the customers are and mm-hmm. back to the back room. But that doesn't really kinda even enter into it at all. I guess until the Billy sees it later. But but also here this this weird button just flipped open. Come over here and, and touch it with me. And he's about to and then he remembers, Oh no, I'm gonna be late for my hot date. Yeah. With Ellen, they go see Retro Puppet Master. I really gotta go, I really gotta run.
1: At this point, they also talk about how this train and the figures in it was a life work of some guy named Landros. And he sees the clock. On yeah.
0: the- Landro designed the train. He also shows him a case with all the little figures in it. And two of them are missing. And he's like, yeah, two of them are lost. One forever. So I guess that's the guy who shattered all over the floor. <laughs>
1: that's, my, that's how I took it. Yeah.
0: And the other one is their Jason, I guess, which we'll get to. But. Yes, yeah, no, so it's so setting it's up this weird down. mystery, but it gets derailed because he has to run off to have his date. Dolby's not mad about it.
1: He goes off and sits in a chair and closes his eyes with the woman who's not Mrs. Dolby, I can't remember her name, but they sit in chairs yeah. and they, like, close Did their eyes. Did I write eyes.
0: it down? It was super weird. It's Miss Ellerby.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, this is the
0: first time that you know that, like, okay, like, okay, the back tr- the back room thing is a little weird. Something mm-hmm. might be going on, but here's where you know, like, oh, no, something real weird is going on because... Miss Ellerby's like, oh no, he's not gonna push the button. she's like, he's like, it's fine, it's fine. We have time. He knows about it now. Curiosity will get the best of him. He'll come back here on his own and do it. Mm-hmm. Let's. It, it's it's after dark. Let's go get some sleep. And you see them go upstairs to a little room that has nothing in it but two hardwood chairs. And they each sit down, just sit bolt upright in these hardwood chairs. And it's like, good night, Mr. Dalby. Good night, Miss Ellerby. And then they just close their eyes Perfect. and fall asleep. Instantly. Super weird. In these hard-ass street back chairs. Yep.
1: <laughs> like, and,
0: and then that's, that's when you're like, what is happening?
1: That's not Have these normal.
0: aliens? Yeah. What is going on? yeah Who behaves this way?
1: This is when Ellen talks to the camera for her little
0: moment of, what do you really call it? Yeah, and she comes across as not, <laughs> I don't know, not being very likable to me. I don't know. Yeah. Because she's like, I don't know, I'll give this try, guy a try, I guess. Like, he seems nice. I've gone out with, like... He's only 15, but I'm only about to turn 17 or whatever, or 16, and I've gone out with 17-year-olds, and they just want to go to the gym and work out, and they're so, like, boring, and they can't, you know. And he she, cares that I like movies. <laughs> like, just the way she talks down about other, I don't know, she just yeah, she comes across as really snotty.
1: She wasn't very likable.
0: Maybe she's the prettiest girl in town or something. Yeah. Because Augie's in deep. So they go see their movie. You go see their movie. They're walking out, and she's like, what, "What's with you in these trains anyway?" And he's like, "Well, you know how it's like when you like you like movies when you go to the movies and the lights go down, and the movie starts, and you're like in another world, right? That's what the trains are like for me. I'm looking at this little town. I can imagine." She's like, "Yeah, all right, I guess I get it. It's still pretty lame though." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, "Come on, I'll show you. We can go to the. I of the key now. To the. You know, I can show you this thing. The shop's closed up." You know, but I have the key to the front door. I have the key to this back room. So they go back there. He's showing her the thing. She's not creeped out by it. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> but she's also not like, wow, this is amazing. You're right. Trains are cool. She's just like, she all right. different, yeah. I guess I'll hang out with you back here. Like, you don't want to go make out somewhere? No, trains? Okay, trains. We'll do trains, I guess. Sheep. But they're go, they're, their hands are touching. You know, they're going to push this button together. And oh, their hands are touching for the first time. And it's electric, but like literally because literally lightning electric. starts shooting out of the button onto them. They go Bad to, CGI, not they even CGI. Go, yeah, it was awful.
1: They go to kiss.
0: Yeah, and their kiss is interrupted because they've now been shrunk.
1: Yep, the <laughs> electricity just kind of zaps them into yeah, the model. And they
0: disappeared. And now they are shrunk little living, well, they're not plastic people. They're, I mean, they're people. Yeah. But they are shrunken down inside the model train set. That's the they're plot of this the movie. That's yeah. where we're going. And Joseph,
1: then, is brought from the model into the real world. It was like Augie was trading places with Joseph.
0: Yeah, Augie and Ellen got shrunk so that Joseph could be embiggened.
1: Embiggened.
0: <laughs> embiggened, Great as Ms. Marvel word. would say. And Joseph, you, can't, you might not have noticed this because most of the time he's under that dumb-looking plastic mask. But he gets rid of it later. Do you recognize who this guy was?
1: Yeah, who was he? I recognized. It's Jason
0: he... Doering who played Logan <gasps> Eccles on Veronica Mars.
1: He is.
0: <laughs> That's who that was. I
1: kept looking at him, thinking, "Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy?" Glad I finally
0: was told. Yeah, and this was like two years before Veronica Mars. So somehow, despite being in Train Quest, at least two people
1: made it onto some very cool made projects. good
0: good careers after this. Yeah, so yeah, no one yeah. no one saw this and held it against them.
1: Good. <laughs> I suppose we all have our. Sure, you know. I did that episode moments. about delivery boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but then... yeah, and there's a
0: conversation between Joseph and Dolby about like, okay, now we just have to keep them on the the 365. is not 365 day. Well, in train time, train town, I guess it's 365 day. It's 365 laps around the thing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna pass the station 365 times. You know, going around the whole track, and the last time it does it. That's like
1: the magic. The ritual is complete. Yeah.
0: Which again, why would you build into your magical ritual an escapable time limit like this? You yep. know? Doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, like, like,
1: why have any of this in you? But whatever.
0: Right. Like in a movie when you've planted a bomb somewhere, why do you have a 15 minute time counter on it? That's giving the hero too much time to defuse it. Right, right. Why do you have a giant red clock on it to tell him how much time is left? Right. Don't do that. Right. We don't in real life, of course, but. But yeah. Why wouldn't you make the ritual just the second they're shrunk? We're good. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> no, they have to at the end of 365 laps around the track. They have to both still be on the train, and then something will happen. They will get to permanently. Joseph will be permanently,
1: permanently in the real embiggened world, and Augie will be in the shrunken world. Yes. Model train forever. So some little girl.
0: Well, they're on. Yeah, here. And here's my number one, aside from how ugly and fake and shitty it all looks. My number one issue with this movie is the nonchalance that this cosmic event has is being treated with. <laughs> because Augie wakes up on the train. He's surrounded by plastic-faced people, all of whom he has seen miniature versions of. Like the little girl, the mom, the businessman, yeah, the he conductor. Yeah, he saw them
1: all when Mr...
0: He looks not out. He, he looks out the time. train window. He sees the small little model town going by that he just saw. He and Ellen escape from the train. They jump off, and they are standing in the miniature town. And there are frozen plastic model people who can't talk to them. You know. Oh, there's the shopkeeper, but he's not moving there. And there's a guy sweeping the street, but he's not moving. And the nonchalance that they treat. They're like, huh, interesting. I guess we're shrunk down in the thing. Yeah. No, man. You need to be in a catatonic (laughs) fetal position. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know, you should be losing your goddamn (laughs) mind.
1: Absolute wrong response. (laughs) Because, yeah, I would be like, ah, what on earth? How did this happen? I would be asking so many questions. No, they're just like, oh, this happened. An
0: impossible thing has happened to you. Yeah. And they're not even like, oh, it's okay. This must just be a dream, right? Right, We're sharing a dream and we'll wake up soon. It's not even that. They're just like, wow, we're legit shrunk down inside this town. Weird.
1: Huh,
0: interesting. That's as. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the, the ex- height
1: the extent of their <laughs> amazement at this magical thing
0: yeah they should be freaking out and they are not
1: yeah but they're they're plastic passengers who are animated and alive air yeah. quotes because the one of them says the ritual has worked We must stick to the plan. Yeah, and
0: there's a discussion of like, okay, so Jason swapped out for Augie here, but who's the girl here for? That wasn't part of the plan. So if the girl is here Is she you would think one the mother or the daughter should have been zapped out with Jason, but they weren't. So they're discussing like, okay, but if she gets stuck here, one of us gets to go, right? Mm -hmm. And the little girl's like, It'll probably be me. This little girl's like, this evil little girl. Oh she is I guess they're all evil, but Yeah. But they're freaky looking plastic people. I, 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 I suppose this is a movie for children. Maybe. And they're not so scary looking that they'd be like, oh, this isn't for children. Yeah. But.
1: I think at one point I worked on Alice in Wonderland and it was that Ellen who was like, what is this, like Alice in Wonderland? Like what happened? Here? So they did have a little bit of questioning,
0: but it wasn't. Yeah, but they shouldn't be questioning. They should be running down the street <laughs> st- screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or she should be. Slapping the shit out of Augie because what have you done to me? I'm a shrunken... Like, (laughs) this date is over.
1: But no, they're just having... I'd be like, take me home now. No, fix
0: this. They're having just cutesy banter back and forth. Like, they're still on their movie date. Yeah. You are not on a movie date. You have been shrunken into a model train town. (laughs) That's not... (laughs) Date's over, man.
1: Yep. And Uh, August talks to the camera again. I don't know why I wrote that down because it was just so weird to see them stop and talk to the camera. Periodically, so they had another, you know, cut to him sitting in a chair talking to the camera.
0: Super weird. Yeah, and it's basically him just like, wow, we really are shrunk down in a tiny train. I feel bad that Ellen came along with me, but this is pretty crazy, right? But with that tone of voice, yeah. like not yeah. like you should be grabbing the camera and screaming into it while blood pours from your eyes. Like <laughs> this is cosmic dread, man. Yeah, you are not reacting correctly. Right. But so they jump off the train, and now Big Joseph out in the real world, Plastic Man, but getting slightly less plastic every time we see him. Yeah. Because he's beginning to turn normal as slowly Augie will begin to turn plastic. Yep. He's like, oh, they jumped off the train. We got to stop them. Not, we got to get them back on, the, like, well, I mean, eventually we have to get them back on the train, but so they're trying to hide in some trees and he like blows on the train set and it blows these trees down. Of course, we don't see these tr- trees blow down. No. Because we don't have that kind of budget. No. They're just like, they're in some trees, and then he blows, and then suddenly they, like, fall over, and there's no trees there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, he's blowing on us. We better run it high. But here, you're a giant, and you can see them running around. How do you lose? He's like, oh, I lost them. How?
1: Yeah. you. Yeah.
0: Reach in there with your fingers, pick them up, put ridiculous. them back on the train.
1: Yeah, ridiculous.
0: <laughs> How do they keep slipping from your grasp? They're with uh, This thing is 10 feet by 10 feet. Like, they can't get that far. Yeah but they keep losing them
1: yeah and his hands begin to turn plastic I wrote that down yeah Augie my hands are turning plastic
0: yeah but so Augie's bright idea is we're gonna push this big plastic boulder onto the train tracks and stop the train like derail the train yeah because somehow he just knows that like I guess they heard the conversation with the plastic people like oh when when the countdown's over so but his idea is that we need to yeah stop the train from running it's a good plan yeah, it's not going to wind up mattering because that's not even what the thing is. Stopping the train isn't right, right. even what the thing is. They just need to be on the train, but they don't know that. But,
1: no, but I mean, it's it makes sense.
0: But you can see Dolby and Joseph back in the big world looking down at the thing like, oh, they're pushing a little rock in front of the train. Stop them. Stop
1: them. I know. Right? Reach down and
0: knock that rock out of their hands. They're the size of large ants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, they're and i don't remember what they the scale they use but it's all a real thing right and they're so
0: tiny yeah they're the size of like your fingernail you're maybe not that's but they're smaller than probably your entire pinky like half your pinky yeah. just reach in and do whatever you want not yeah <laughs>
1: you yeah. should but not they're all freaking you shouldn't out. be like, yeah. well,
0: pick the oh no up. they're moving the rock uh. there's a scene where i guess they've given up on trying to do whatever Because it's daylight out now. Well, I guess in the back room, you don't know what's daylight and what's not. But it's the next day. Because the police have come to the model train store to ask about Augie's whereabouts. He's been reported missing. Apparently, Ellen has not.
1: Right. I wrote that down. (laughs)
0: Because the police are surprised that Ellen is also missing. Dolby lets that slip. They're like, hey, we're, we're, you know, Augie didn't come home last night. His parents are worried about him. When was the last time you saw him? And Dolby's, you know, oh, it was his birthday. I gave him a birthday present. And he said goodbye. He said he had a date with Ellen. What's her face? And the police are like, Ellen, hmm. Like, you don't know she's missing? What are her parents doing? (laughs) They don't give a shit that she didn't come home? She just
1: didn't come (laughs) home. They're like, oh, that's our daughter. She, like, what, you know. Are they
0: really (laughs) sticking to the, you have to wait 48 hours to report? I don't know. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. But during this scene, you get a classic boom mic coming into the top of the shot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which you love to see. It's this is, I funny. think, the third or f- I think the third movie on this podcast where that's happened. So that's the level of quality we're talking about. Yep. And back back in Little Train Town, they're still just having cutesy banners. They walk around, Augie and Ellen about how you know, like just conversation you would have after you after their movie date, as if they are not
1: shrunk <laughs> down into Model Train Land in real peril. Yeah. No. The the. the <sighs> The level of concern they should have for their situation doesn't make sense. Like, they don't have that level of, oh my god, what has happened to us? It is just, oh, whatever.
0: It's really wild. Uh, But they come across a little miniature, you know, well, it's not miniature to them, but they come to a little jail with um, non-moving plastic jailers outside.
1: Oh, they kissed too. Didn't they kiss right before that?
0: Maybe... I he know.
1: was talking about girls in a perfect world, and I wrote Kiss. I think they did give each other a little smooch.
0: Maybe they're just yeah, so,
1: like, be. Twitter-pated that they're not even, nothing else matters. I don't know. Anyway, so yes, the jo- jail, the voices on the loop.
0: Oh, no, Miss Ellerby is not the lady. Miss Ellerby is this lady. They go in the jail, and they find in a cell, there's some living, moving, talking plastic people. It's Landros and Miss Ellerby who yeah Landros is the guy who created the train set we get all here's where we get the exposition dump the backstory he loved model trains so much he wanted to be able to go into that world so he went all over the world finding sacred texts and magic spells and things to make it happen and he created Dalby and all the other plastic people on the train who like turned against him when they found out he was from the real world and they were trapped there and they trapped him there so Landros and Miss Ellerby were trapped here so that Dalby and I guess Ms. Dalby could escape back out and become real. Yeah. And then they just, I guess they just took over the train store. Like no one, yeah. no regular customers came in and went, hey, where'd Landros go? Who are you? He,
1: he explained them as being supernatural spirits with a lust for the world <clears throat> and that they covet the real world.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's not that he brought these plastic people to life. They're like, his little plastic miniatures were like possessed by demons or something crazy like that. Yep, it didn't supernatural spirits that have a lust for the world. So that's a lot of yeah backstory. That it was whatever.
1: very unceremoniously dumped suddenly.
0: Uh, but yeah, he tells them you don't have to stop the train. You just have to stay off of it. Just don't get back on the train. If the train comes back around and you're not on it, you'll go back out and Jason come back in. But again, I don't know how why Alan isn't thrown this off. Yeah, unless Her be presence, she wasn't yeah. intended as part of the ritual. But anyway, yeah, Augie's beginning to change now. He's getting a plastic face. His fingers are turning plastic so he can't. His fingers aren't as nimble. And they get. I remember how they get separated.
1: They made a decision. You go this way, I go that way. I think. It didn't make sense. I would not want to be separated from the only other human in train, model train land.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember what the... This is where the plot starts to get whatever. So maybe we did... I did kind of stop paying attention. But I know there's a line where... Because he gets back on the... She winds up back on the train
1: Mm -hmm.
0: at some point. Somehow. I don't even...
1: She gets trapped by Mr. Dalby putting a building on her. There was this... Oh,
0: yeah. Like
1: Mr. Dalby (laughs) took like a little building and stuck it over her. And somehow got her back on the train that way, I
0: think. Well, he trapped both of them, and then they kind of snuck out the back. And that's when they split up, whether because they had to or they got separated like a, by something. There was
1: a dance hall, and they kick out the lights because they're looking for them. Augie talks to the camera some more, then Ellen talks to the camera. But it's not about, like, oh, my gosh, we're stuck in this weird world. It's about the date. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, well, he's like, mm. Yeah, and I was like, why is why is she talking to the camera? Get back to the plot here. And Joseph is starting to look more real. I wrote, Billy is at the store, and Dolby asks him how the search is going.
0: Yeah, Billy's at the... Well, before all that, they, they, got, they get separated. I just have to get to this one line, because however it is they get separated, he's like, okay, it's cool, we're going to meet back up at the station, the little train station, mm-hmm. right? And he has a line where he's like, She's smart. She knows where the station is. And it hard cuts to her looking around going, I have no idea where the station oh, is. Yeah, that
1: was funny. <laughs> that part was funny. Which That made me shock I don't.
0: Up. I mean, I assume was supposed to be funny. I found it funnier, I think, than they meant it to. Mm-hmm. Because, but.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, just I wrote down that Dolby's asking how the search is going. And then Augie is looking for Ellen. And she's back on the train at this point because Ellen got trapped with the building on her. And she's back on the train with the evil little girl.
0: Yeah, and now out in the real world, Billy is Billy's got his own business going on because he,
1: he he's sees, come because his yeah. sister
0: is missing, his friend is missing. He suspect he always suspected something was going on. In fact, he always thought they, they had, the back room was like jars full of hands because yeah. they were like serial killers or something. But oh, it's the hands of the people trying to steal stuff from the store. He sees because the key was used or whatever for the first time the train comes from the back room out into the main room and he sees it and he's like what's this little tunnel back here and he winds up going around the building and using a window climbing up on a trash can and using a window to get into the back room mm-hmm. so he sees the big train set but then he kind of gets chased out of there by jason
1: mm-hmm. and mr Dolby but that's it like, nothing mr. Ever really Dolby, comes <laughs> mr Dolby sees him too and tells him to go home and billy talks to the camera at this point yeah. It's and like, that was done. Everybody
0: knows my reputation. I wasn't going to sit this out. I'm going to break and enter this place. Like <laughs> yeah. everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> but but then we kind of don't see Billy again? No. Really? So his investigation goes, it's not like he runs off and tells the police, "Oh, this is what I saw in the back room." No, he just yeah. No, actually he does. He must have because then yeah, he shows back up, the police show up again with Billy. And he's like, there was a weird guy in the back room, and Mr. Dalby's like, who, my son? My son's coming to visit. And Jason comes out looking totally normal now, because he was still kind of plasticky when Billy saw him. But now he looks totally yeah, not plastic and normal. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm his son. I stopped by, and I'm Okay, Oh, yeah, because Billy
1: kicks him, doesn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the police are like, all right, little kid with an overimagined you know, yeah. overactive imagination. Sorry to bother you, Mr. Dalby. But that's the end of that. Then we don't see Billy anymore. Augie rescues Ellen from the train. By melting the businessman, there's like a light on the floor that they push him onto in his bottom half. Like we don't see any of that. We just right. hear him going, Oh, I'm melting because I'm made of plastic and I'm on a light bulb, get it? But we don't see any of that because they don't have a special effects budget, specs budget right. like that. But we're led to believe his bottom half is like melted to the floor now, so he can't chase them. Right, right. They're getting chased through the train. It's going too fast now for them to jump off. But Augie gets the bright idea that, oh, I can we can uncouple our car from the rest of the train so the rest of the train can keep because we're we're on the last lap now if we get to the station now yep then we'll be stuck
1: so they uncouple that car yeah
0: but at which point dolby and jason do what they should have been doing this whole time which is they're like oh hang on i'll just or no they don't it looks like they're going to but then they don't what then he looks like he's gonna just oh i got this and just start pushing the train pushing their car towards the station with his finger yeah because you could right But he goes to do it, and then he's like, "No, it's too late," or something. (laughs) Yeah. And then, so Dolby and Joseph shatter. They shatter. I guess Miss what's her name, Miss Dolby, does as well. I don't know if we see that or not. But Joseph and Mr. Dolby do. They turn into bad computer animated bricks and turn into a pile of yeah,
1: and the tunnels
0: close. Yeah, then the tunnel close, and because they are destroyed, then. Landros and Miss Ellerby are back in the real world now, yep. released from jail.
1: They're back in period clothing, too. Like they say they're all dressed in funny clothes.
0: I guess it's... So I guess the beginning scene was the last person that they trapped there, whoever that was, we'll never find out. You would think it would be someone that Augie knew if this guy was... Yeah. ...around the model train store enough for Mr. Dolby to trap him. But that must have been a real person who got trapped in there... He was almost totally plastic, managed to escape, and his escaping over the top of the thing, even though he turned back into a plastic toy, was enough to kill whoever that guy was that shattered because <sighs> he broke the ritual or something, but he didn't get to turn back into a person. He was stuck he as should a have little... Been, but yeah. Who knows? The internal logic of this ritual is nonsense. No, but... it's
1: not, it is. Mr. Landros actually wakes Augie up, and Ellen wakes up, and then they kiss because, of course... Yeah, like he's back to normal.
0: He's not yeah. plastic anymore.
1: They should. And there's more kiss.
0: cutesy. Like, yeah, let's, you know, our date got interrupted. We got to go on another date. But let's go bowling instead. Huh. Why? <laughs> movies do, movies weren't the problem. Going to the movies is not why you wound up in this predicament. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could go to the movies again. That wasn't the issue. You know that movies is what she likes, so you're just taking away what she likes. Yeah. Very ridiculous. It's said as if, you know... Because we went to this movie, everything went wrong. So let's not do that again. But the movie had nothing to do with it. Anyway.
1: Well, except for she said she didn't like that movie.
0: And she didn't like that movie because you went to see Retro Puppet Master. <laughs> which, first off, probably never played in a movie theater anywhere. So that was just the writer self-inserting it in yeah. his own thing. And that's the end of the movie. Except that now, once again, we have what... Are there just no other customers for this store? And if so, how does it stay in business? Because isn't someone going to come in and go... Hey, where's Mister Dolby? Who are you, Landros? Who are you? <laughs> right. Oh, I own the store now. What do you mean? Where's Mister Dolby? I like that guy. This is the third time the store has changed hands. <laughs> or second, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's that. That's Train Quest. A real waste of time.
1: <laughs> don't watch it.
0: No, not even for the like. Just take our word on on how yeah, shitty just, it looks. Just don't. And yeah, it's even not. Even if
1: you're like a model train buff and you think, oh, this would be cool. No.
0: No, you're not going to get anything out of it because it's no. not even like a real model train set. It's like this fakie one they made mm-hmm. for the thing that's just... Yeah, and the train itself animated.
1: looked like it had melted plastic all yeah, over it. Yeah, it looked
0: a little Tim burton It
1: didn't look cool. It, it, Tim Burtony would have made it look cool. Yeah. This one didn't look cool, I tell you.
0: Yeah, it's an odd, dumb little movie, but maybe we'll do better. Next week, it's that time in the episode see. where I press the magic button to see what next week's movie chosen completely at random from everything streaming will be. Press the magic button now. Oh, Yay. boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Got a good one. Yeah, but not for you. <laughs> you got stuck with some shit, and I'm going to do this one with somebody else. Um, I love this movie. Know, next week's movie is, good movie is The Lure. L-U-R-E, Lure. Uh, from two thousand fifteen, it is on HBO Max. Uh, uh, that's it, unless you have Canopy or Criterion Channel. But HBO Max for my purposes. Uh, it is a. Oh, how do I even describe it? Hmm. It's a Polish film. It is a horror movie, a romance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A
0: rock opera. Yep. <laughs> de- yep. De- Based on Hans Christian Andersen's *The Little Mermaid*. Yep. With the original dark ending and everything, it's gory and gross. It's very gory and gross. the soundtrack's chock full of bangers.
1: It, it is.
0: And it's very cool. And it's like nothing you've ever really seen before. And I can't wait to talk about it with somebody because not enough people have seen it.
1: It's a good movie.
0: Yeah. The Lure from 2015 on HBO Max. That's everybody's homework for next week, should you choose to accept it. I'm not going to bother with our socials and stuff because we just did it like two weeks ago. Go back and listen to the Munchies episode. We do it on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. We got better things to do. But hey, next time, can you have me on for a better movie?
0: Yeah, I'll try. I'd appreciate it. Well, I wanted to include you more and not just have you be like, oh, no, someone canceled. You live in my house. Why don't you do it? (laughs) You know? Because you were there at the beginning before anybody. It's true. You know, you were there for the first couple. And you're always good, and I love you. Aww. But, yeah, you do get stuck with some shit. I do. Has <laughs> there been any good movies you've gotten to watch?
1: Um, Yellow Brick Road.
0: Yellow Brick Road was pretty good.
1: I enjoyed that one.
0: And you did. You did. John dies at the end. Yep. And, It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Otherwise, Otherwise it's I've been some pretty rough ones. What fonts. munchies? Well, you did Dark Crystal too. That was the very oh, first yeah, episode. Oh yeah, that was that was good. Biyama Ruku. Yeah, eh, Whatever. Kind of middle of the road. But yeah, then you had something in the woods and munchies mm. and this and. The
1: scare-pist. The scarabist.
0: Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll try to do better, but yeah. Yeah, I would like to have a good one. A <laughs> good one. All right.
1: Although, like, I was very surprised at Yellow Brick Road. I didn't know what I was getting into. And then I saw it and I was. Yeah, that was a nice surprise. I was very pleasantly surprised.
0: Up to that dummy thing.
1: Yeah, the ending was left something. But Anyway,
0: that'll do it for this week. Yeah. That was Train Quest. The Lure next week.
1: Enjoy the Lure, everyone. Definitely watch it.
0: Yeah, watch it before, because...
1: You don't want the spoilers.
0: Not just the spoilers, but also that's one where, like, me and my guests are going to be talking about it, but it's going to sound like that can't be a movie.
1: Yeah, you have to watch it. They
0: can't be talking about a real movie. You kind of need to watch it to believe (laughs) what we're saying. And also, but it's also, it's a very visually interesting movie. It is. It's good, man. Go watch it.
1: There's a lot of good reasons to watch it.
0: So, that'll do it for this week. Uh, Thank you on behalf of myself. And me. My wife. Anyway. (laughs) Give me a kiss. All right. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.